Testing, one, two, three. All right. All right, welcome everyone. <laughs> December 22nd, um, today's live. I'm going to see if I missed anything, but I'm seeing just a bunch of uh, hellos and Merry Christmases and everybody can hear me, so awesome, thank you. Um, familiar faces, I recognize everyone obviously, um, so thank you. And uh, yeah, what I will do is I will hop right on to, I have um, all the Q&As sitting here from um, last time we were supposed to do this. Um, been having some issues with my uh, vehicle that burned to the ground in Los Angeles. So I've been, I'm kind of at the mercy of the insurance company and they they hit me up right when I was about ready to go live last time. So uh, thanks for your patience on that. So I'm opening up the questions from the last time and um, I'm just gonna rock them out right here. And then hopefully that'll spawn some conversation, um, but this will give everybody a chance to get caught in too, caught up too. All right, Carrie asks, what is my favorite food? Um, low end, I love me beer, pizza, breadsticks. That's my really go-to junk food. Um, I love peanut butter and chocolate, Baskin Robbins ice cream. <laughs> uh, High-end food, I like a good steak and uh, an old-fashioned. That, that drink is awesome. Uh, Irene asks, have I ever visited Europe? Yes, um, I played soccer in Holland, uh, believe it or not. And also, uh, I was in Germany and various other places due to the military, <laughs> as you can imagine. Uh, moving on, somebody asked what my favorite food is again. Do I have a favorite actor? Um, I have a handful, um, and they're all for various reasons. Um, as just a movie fan, I, I really like Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackman. Um, as a, an actor, I really like Hugh Jackman because of all he does and can do. Um, as an, again, as an actor also, um, I really like Jake Gyllenhaal. I think he does a lot of good stuff that's very uh, unique and and isn't at the mercy of big business. So I like him a lot too. Um, uh, there's a movie with he and he and Hugh Jackman. I just forgot what it was called. Uh, Prisoners, Prisoner, I think, and it's a really good movie. What is my top choice for holiday destination funds permitting? Anywhere, honestly, I would like to go to Europe. Um, I'm not a big islands and beach guy, so uh, I'd honestly like to see my family too. Uh, what's your best? fuck it moment that I can share. Excuse my language. Well, that's what it says. Um, there's a lot of those moments. Uh, <laughs> um, well, to clarify, uh, effort to me, it doesn't also mean I'm, I haven't made a lot of calculated decisions up until that moment. Um, for me, when I say effort, it's because I've been meticulous in calculating and then I'm getting to the point where there's no more I can do and I just finally say, all right, F it. So rarely have I done anything willy-nilly. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes because of that attitude, but I never do the F it thing without some sort of uh, 
contemplation. Uh, I mean, and, and so that doesn't necessarily mean the following list are negative. Uh, when I proposed to my now ex-wife, I said F it, and it was great for the 12 years we were together. Uh, when I became a Green Beret, that was when I said F it. Um, when I became a firefighter, that's also when I said F it. Uh, when I resigned from being a firefighter to move to Los Angeles and be an actor, that's when I said F it. So I actually say that a lot. Uh, Sue asks, what's my favorite view? My favorite view is the middle of nowhere, Montana, with cows and, and wilderness. My favorite mode of transportation. I like driving if it's a nice car. I don't mind flying if I have a good seat. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, getting meaty here. Uh, Daryl asks, your favorite role so far in your career and why? Um, it's a good one. Um, I answered this yesterday in a, uh, uh, a blog interview and honestly, I really liked Wayne in Parallax because um, on the surface, the character was a hero and a character I fortunately often play but under the surface he was also a uh, really dark guy that sexually assaults a, ma a woman. Uh, so that was a really good character for that. Um, uh, it didn't really jump my career but it was a really pure experience because there was no pay. It was, it was fueled purely by passion for all, all those involved. Um, when I get the Jack Reacher role that will probably be the new answer, my favorite role in my career. Emma asked, the best advice I've ever been given and the worst. Interesting. Best advice, well that's a tough one. Um, forgive me, I have to drink this. I'm still fighting whatever disease I have. Um, best advice I don't know if it wasn't explicitly given to me but it would definitely be uh, don't quit uh, that is applied to oh, sorry I'm multitasking here um, that is applied to Green Beret world that was applied that is applied to um, hopefully that worked um, firefighting uh, in Hollywood uh, that's been the best advice is just don't quit um, and that has been ingrained into my existence since uh, the dawn of time for me so uh, yeah that's pretty much it and that comes into everything um, and I'll answer these new questions as they come um, Let's see, uh, worst advice. Nobody's really given me bad advice, to be honest with you. Nothing comes to mind, so it must have not been that bad. Uh, and I'm almost caught up on these questions. Uh, the most important thing you learned from your dad. Work ethic. I would say I got that from my dad, for sure. Um, Shirley asked a really good question. Uh, question, you are so well-rounded and grounded, what do I struggle with? Optimism, that straight up optimism. Um, I get very jaded. Uh, 
um, and uh, particularly individuals that are very good at you know thinking positively and dare I say manifesting and asking for things that stuff just eludes me uh, so I ex I massively struggle with that um, an individual recently was telling me how they how she had been like thinking about various jobs and various opportunities and, and things worked out for her and for me particularly in this Hollywood career I really struggle with that because so much in this this godforsaken city is out of our control and so that um, that I really struggle with that um, I get through my lack of optimism or dare I say faith with just blind hard work ethic um, yeah that's what I really struggle with very much so like daily um, and then Marcus this is kind of a question that I must address uh, writes one thing that bites me in the ass though he shoots a silver doll at a thousand yards and I have to beat that to uh, take the role of Reacher um, well Marcus I'm pretty sure you probably can outshoot me as far as a sniper rifle or a good long-range rifle shot uh, luckily Reacher if he went to any sniper schools is a fictional character so in film I can make it look like I can shoot that good so luckily uh, Reacher's fictional and I can make it look great <laughs> so that's those I will now address what y'all been writing here um, hey hello Merry Christmas and I do say Merry Christmas I respect those who do not but I can't read minds so I say Merry Christmas if I do know you don't like Merry Christmas I'll do my best to remember that um, thank you Charlotte I am sorry I still have the sniffles too I don't know what's up um, Hey Daniel, Tina asked, did I do that artwork behind me? Um, yes, it looks very staged, doesn't it? Um, but yes, I drew that, it's charcoal, and I painted those. Yes, and my mom painted that, and I just blanked on the artist that painted that, and those are Van, or, um, yeah, Van Gogh, wait, not Van Gogh, yes, Van Gogh, Starry Night and Cafe uh, Terrace, I think is what it's called. Uh, but that's called Nighthawks, and I can't remember the author's name, or the artist's name. Um, multitasking is not going well, because uh, there are some weak links in the equations of my multitasking today, thus making me a little frustrated because they're out of my control. So we shall see. Uh, Merry Christmas, Joe, also. Um, thank you, Brenda. That's nice of you. I, I think I'm pretty good. So, um, somebody asked a question. If I were not an actor... Oh, wait. Somebody I thought asked me a question earlier. Oh, that was that one. Uh, if I were not an actor, what would I be? Um, it's a tough one. I would have to be brainwashed, number one, because I can't fathom anything else. Um, so... Uh, am I being brainwashed in this scenario? If I'm being brainwashed, um, I was really, I, I was really liked firefighting. Um, um, I really also like military and like contracting and, and doing Green Beret kind of work. So if I could brainwash the acting out of me, those would be my answers. Um, thanks to yeah, Tina. Talent does run in the family. I'm lucky. Um, it's not as easy for me. I definitely have to probably consume about a half a bottle of wine to turn off my analytical brain, but I do my best. 
And I'll wrap up the Q&As from Instagram Q&A stuff and then I'll get into some meat and bring everybody up to date um, with some stuff. And I apologize for drinking in front of y'all, but uh, I really have to. Um, so let me get these Q&As pulled up. There it is. All right. You should go. These aren't questions. This is a really good question. Um, how do you control your emotions and not lose control when life keeps effing you? Uh, again, social media is, depending on who's running it, filtered and or false. For me, it's very little is filtered, honestly, as hopefully y'all know. Uh, as far as I know, none of it's false. Um, but there's some stuff y'all don't see, and when life keeps effing me, I there, who's to say I am controlling my emotions? Uh, that's probably when I just don't get online, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, um, I don't control them well, to be honest with you. Um, I don't like not getting what I want or succeeding, and or just when things are, like you said, when life keeps effing you. Um, yeah, having to move, and then when the land crews are burned to the ground, and just being sick, it's... Uh, it got to the point where I was actually just kind of like beat to the point where I couldn't even react anymore. <laughs> so if I weren't sick, my answer would normally be go to the gym. Um, I'm trying to surround myself with good people. Uh, that's been very helpful. Um, uh, but no, I don't, that's not something I, I lose, I don't necessarily lose control per se. It's not like I have anxiety attacks or anything like that. And, uh, and anybody needs to worry about my well-being. But, um... I uh, I don't know the answer. That's a tough one because I don't do it well, to be honest with you. Um, Jenna here asks, what's my all-time favorite cake? I'll even reply on this one on Instagram, see if I can do it at the same time. Let's see here. Here we go. This is, this is multimedia here. So Jenna asks, what's my all-time favorite? Right, and now. Jenna asks, what's my all-time favorite cake? I'm answering on Facebook Live. Uh, any any cake with you. How's that? Is that cute? <laughs> there we go. Hopefully that recorded. And we're almost done on the Instagram questions. Let's see. I think that's all y'all asked. This gentleman asked me this a handful of times. Um, and then I'll get to the meaty stuff. Yes, Francis, I feel better. There's just a ling little lingering something. Um, this individual asked, was I a member of a SIF team? If you don't know what a SIF team is, um, I won't explain it. Um, I'm not going to answer that. Who is my favorite villain to play? Um, I don't know, uh, Nerd of North Star, if you mean a specific one, or do I like villains in general? I love playing villains. I love playing the bad guy. Um, because in society there's less rules, um, you know, like Joker, etc. It's a very, it's very liberating um, because it's. I think playing so against who we really are is sometimes. I don't want to say easier, but it's a little easier to do. It, I think it's easier to go back to that childhood when we all played pretend without any sort of inhibitions. I think playing a villain taps into that easier for some reason. Uh, favorite book. Um, Obviously, everybody probably wants me to say Jack Reacher book, which they are. I love Killing Floor. I love The Affair. 
Um, but honestly, my favorite book that has like saturated me and that I'll always remember is the first time I read Jurassic Park back in like 19, like 1991 or 92. Um, we had to read it for a class and, uh, that, that I'll forever remember that book. That was a really great experience. And I read it before the movie, I think it even existed. So, uh, Jurassic Park for sure would be my answer. So, all right, catching up here on the actual Facebook platform, um, see if anything else has come up. I don't think it has. I'm not ignoring y'all. I have another monitor over here and uh, making sure I'm not missing anything. Um, all right, so to catch up, here is what is going on. Um, Yes, Joe, I need to take time. As Actually, as soon as this is over, um, I have nothing on the proverbial to-do list until January 5th. Like, as soon as this FaceTime, Facebook Live is over, um, I have Christmas plans, etc., but no work stuff. So, uh, honestly, as soon as this is done, I'm probably going to go to bed and rest. Charlotte asks, uh, silly inconsequential question, how old am I? I always, I always don't answer, the, answer this just to be a punk. Uh, I'm not 20, and I'm not 50. So, sorry. <laughs> um, Tanya Ants says, I've been following you for a few years, and uh, I'm not sure if I have ever seen anything you've been in. I think I started you following you because of your friend Michael Foster. Yeah, Tanya, uh, that's, you know, I, I haven't been in everything on, on, on the planet, like, you know, Tom Cruise or Hugh Jackman or The Rock. Um, it's I'm in I think the B phase of my career before I hopefully get to the A list, maybe C list right now. Uh, but that's really kind of you. Thank you, um, Sandy. Thank you. Yeah, the Goose Gump days uh, was a phase of my life that happened and is in my past. But yeah, there were some still some good memories there. Uh, Merry Christmas, Mark. Uh, go Army even though they got blasted. All right, so to answer what's been going on, uh, this will probably conjure up some conversation. So yes, I did move. Um, the place I was living in Los Angeles was run by a completely um, unethical, immoral piece of crap, and uh, I will forever battle him to the grave to win my case, literally, metaphorically. So I had to move out. Um, things were pretty rough as far as like I, my family came to visit. We went to Disneyland as soon as that was over. I had to pack up. I had to move. Uh, my buddy Scott and I drove our vehicles, moved my vehicle, and he drove the U-Haul up to my new home north of uh, where I lived. Um, up kind of, kind of. I want to say I was tagged Ventura because it's the closest place. So. Um, and then uh, I stayed awake, unpacked the U-Haul, and hung everything. Like all the stuff you see hanging, I pretty much did it all that night. Um, when I move, I don't, uh, I unpack. All right, here's a sneeze. <coughs> Sorry, podcast people. Um, um, and unpacked, stayed awake, and then I actually had a couple of random indie jobs. Um, uh locally and then I had another one in Vegas 
and then I got, yeah, I've been going a million miles an hour. Um, so that's that. Anybody has any personal questions, you're welcome to ask. Um, I'll tend to these as they come. Lewis asks, what's my favorite football team? Broncos. I was born in Colorado. Um, excuse the sniffles. Hopefully you all will forgive me. I know they are playing... I just played. Who are they playing? The Lions? That can't be right. Um, but yeah, the Broncos. Um, yes, Sherry, Char, Sherry, it's much nicer. It's out of Los Angeles, uh, but obviously it's still in Los Angeles because of work. Um, where the, who did the Broncos play? Anybody know who the Broncos played today? I had it in my Google Calendar. Oh yeah, the Lions. Oh, and they're losing. Great. Um, and yes, thank you, Francis. Um, thank you for the blessings, y'all. So, um, and that's pretty much the short of it. Anybody who's been with me for a while knows I don't do much else other than work and pursue this crazy dream of mine. Um, so if you have any specific non-related to that questions, you'll have to hit me. Um, but the big Jack Reacher stuff. So, uh, it's this is sadly for any of you all new to the equation as in new for the last year this is sadly not abnormal um, I always use the example Ryan Reynolds I think fought for 10 years to get Deadpool and he's a name so um, as far as anything official I don't think anything has changed um, I heard from Lee's lips at a thing in July when I met him in Washington DC he said casting was going to start at the end of the year it's December 22nd so not so sure um, and to you all's credit uh, I, I've seen some random stuff you know with like The Rock or uh, Gerard Butler and some other random people who uh, knowing what I know they're not possible they're not in the loop um, because child wants a new face and a new name and I know for a fact the rock is booked out for like the next seven years on projects and that's typically the case with a lot of the people but again he wants a new name and a new face that eliminates pretty much everyone everyone ever mentions on any of the pages so uh, that's good for us assuming he, uh, he sticks to his guns and casts a new face um, <laughs> But yeah, the Blue Moon came out, and a good friend of mine is had, or a, a huge ally in my cause. He's a character in the book. Um, people are loving it. I'm massively behind. I still need to finish past tense, um, but uh, I'm very interested because Blue Moon sounds like slightly different than his usual writing. So that came out. But other than that, most of the press has been book related, and I, I honestly thought, and this would be brilliant marketing in my in my book that news of the release of with the release of his new book he would sync that up with the release of information about the sh the, the the Amazon series so that'd go hand in hand you know people that don't read would see the book being advertised on Amazon people that don't have don't uh, watch Amazon will know that because of uh, the the book uh, and that wasn't the case so sadly no change at all um, it's uh sorry i'm still attending to a little bit of business that is time sensitive i apologize um but yeah so it's it's very i know it's frustrating for you all um it's don't get me wrong it's ex 
extremely frustrating for me. Um, but I, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, and this is sadly the way it goes. Um, with a giant thing like this, there's just nothing. There's so many moving parts. And if they haven't even picked who their Jack Reacher is, they can't, this, they, uh, it goes without saying, but they can't have a Jack Reacher series without Jack Reacher. So if they haven't even started casting, or if maybe they're just so crazy secret that they've hidden it, I don't know. But as of now, it is just at a standstill. Um, I gotta send one last message. I really apologize, everyone. Um, sorry. Um, so yeah, that's that's where that is. Um, and that's really cool. This is actually a kind of a new development, I guess. A handful of people have said this when they got uh, when they started reading Blue Moon is they are actually picturing me as Jack, which is awesome. Uh, it's a just the little kid, uh, the kid in me that's wanted to do this since um, God forever. I, I that's really uh, rewarding to know that people are literally thinking of my face with a fictional character. But it's also Catch-22 because then when we do lives like this, uh, the human brain struggles to differentiate between real and, hey, Jeff can act like Reacher. So don't forget, when I act not Reacher, uh, th that's Jeff and Reacher's fictional and I can act like Reacher as needed. Because a lot of people give me, not so much you all, but there's still people on other pages saying, you know, how I act as a person isn't how Reacher would act. And I want to reach through the computer and strangle them like Jack because Jack Reacher is fictional and it's called acting. And when I need to act like Reacher, I will. So I get sick of those people saying, you know, Jack Reacher wouldn't act like that. You know, especially when it comes to me uh, campaigning for the role. I know a lot of people get sick of that. Or I, I, I know... A, a handful of people always complain about that. They're like, well, that's not, Jack Reacher wouldn't do any of this. Well, Jack Reacher also wouldn't be in a movie. So uh, somebody even said something like, Jack Reacher wouldn't have an ear piercing because I have an old ear piercing. I mean, where does it end? Like, what if I what if I was missing a toe? I was, can I not play Jack Reacher because I'm missing a toe? So that stuff gets old. But I do like all you all who consistently uh, either educate yourself or want to have good dialogue about that stuff. And then I do notice, you know, if I just like it real quick, please... Please know I do that not to be dismissive, but to let you know I'm acknowledging your work and your support and your efforts. So I do notice when um, people kind of fight the good fight and educate the masses. I see that all the time. I saw one today, I think, when somebody mentioned Jason Momoa, and somebody somebody shot that down really fast. <laughs> uh, thank you, Joe. I love that I'm a fresh face, too. Hey, Nina. It's great to see you. Thank you, Charlotte. Uh, my deep voice, I think, is about accurate, but it's also slightly enhanced because of my cold. Um, oh, Tanya, you didn't embarrass yourself. Um, you know, Tanya, if you want to see movies where I'm in versus I, where I linger, um, I would I would watch any of my stuff on IM. Oh, I actually had to make one. I had to make the movie Parallax private because we submitted it to a film festival. Um, um, but any of my stuff, uh, who am I talking to? I'm sorry, I'm multitasking to answer your question. But any of my stuff, Tanya, is on my Vimeo thing. Um, a lot of my performances are there. Um, 
I'm typing a link for you right now. I hope. Um, see if it worked. Uh, but that's where a lot of my performances are. Um, yeah, that worked. So go there. There's stuff from, you know, uh, I was on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, some episodes of uh, SEAL Team. Yeah, you'll see. There's stuff to see there. But you didn't embarrass yourself, Tanya. I know. I I'm not. That's one thing. As when I came to Hollywood, and because of my upbringing and my background, I'm not unaware of what I am and who I am and where I stand. Um, you know, so I, I know I'm not on every billboard in the world. Uh, Joe, do you think I'll start making Reacher show this year? Great question. Uh, you may have just joined. Um, I do not know. Um, the whimsical, hopeful child side of me that doesn't take into account anything I know and I've seen or witnessed, I would love it to happen this year. I would pray and hope that that would happen. <laughs> The slightly jaded but also semi-realistic uh, guy that's been in the city for a while and just kind of sees how things can go fast and or uh, alternatively extremely slow. That guy, um, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I say this as a fan and not a candidate for Reacher, but this sh this TV series just seems to be uh, uh, in the bag. Like it would just, it just seems perfect. It seems like it'd be a perfect money maker. The fans are there. It's a book series that you know that was brought some attention due to Tom Cruise um, and make serializing it versus making movies just just makes sense. Like this just seems like a perfect thing to do and I don't know why it's taking so long um, as Jeff Bosley who wants to play Jack Reacher yeah I really hope they start making it this year because um, I'm getting tired of it <laughs> uh, Sherry what else am I working on a bunch of indie stuff not a bunch like three projects that I can't really talk about I know that's really Hollywood cliche um, uh, but yeah really that's it um, You'll see, I'll be able to advertise those a little bit more. I'd actually go to my own IMDb to remind myself. Um, Reaper, I actually just talked to the director of Reaper, Chapter 1 and Chapter 2, and uh, those are getting finalized with some post-production stuff. And uh, Scott and I are going to start working on Deserted. Um, excuse me, I'm extremely tired. Um, but other than that, um, I'm kind of in a very bad dry spell. Um, this is the top part of the year where no auditions really happen, nobody's shooting. Like Hollywood shuts down from like Thanksgiving to January, so right now it's just good because I'm just trying to survive and get unsick. Um, Tammy, that's one of the kindest things I've ever read. Thank you. And um, I, I really do think I'm the wisest choice for this role. <laughs> I say that objectively. I really I don't, I have a lot of eggs in this Jack Reacher basket, and I don't, like I'm biased so I can only think, I can only be as objective as possible, but I can't think of, because even Child has said he doesn't care about hair color, so that argument's gone. Um, I don't, I mean, this sounds so weird, but I, I guess I could have a much more disfigured face. Uh, to, to match what people complain about in the books. Um, but Sony pointed this out, and this isn't me saying it. Sony pointed out, they're like, well, women go to bed with him. And that's not, I'm not being superstitious or um, superficial here, but 
the way the books are written in such in a fantasy fictional world, that is an interesting point. Um, for it's a weird, you know, James Bond has never been a bad looking guy, and he always gets the woman. So just very superficially speaking, he can't be as bad looking as I think some guys think he is versus some women. I don't know. Uh, but I do know I don't look like I've been in a lot of bar fights. Um, I haven't broke my nose a lot, so I you know, I guess maybe if that gives me some street cred, I have these ugly chicken pox scars. <laughs> uh, thank you, George. Appreciate it. Uh, Merry Christmas to you too, Charlotte. Nicholas, I was just talking about you. I was just talking about Reaper, um, telling him how you just contacted me. So Nicholas is the director, writer, extraordinaire for Reaper Chapter 1 and Chapter 2, one of my favorite films I've worked on. Uh, not because he's listening, but it really is. Um, and it's the most epic thing I've ever... It's like if you could cross Matrix and the Lord of the Rings and that, and then picture somebody trying to explain that movie, those movies, you just would have to go, I don't know what you're talking about, but go for it. Uh, that's what Nicholas has created with Reaper. Um, it's just... <laughs> I picture him in his basement with like red yarn strategizing all the different plot plots and subplots and how the characters are all interconnected and finally I just got to the point where I was like well you know my character wouldn't know all this so I'm just going to focus on my character's life because there's a lot of stuff going on so yeah good job Nicholas <laughs> um, see if I'm missing anything else here uh, again I apologize for being snotty and I mean snotty like snotty, not snotty as in stuck up. Um, make sure I'm not missing any of y'all's questions. See if anybody's answered any, asked anything over here on uh, Instagram. Again, sorry everyone. I really wish I wasn't as sick as I am. It's been a productive day. I, I guess I could touch on that. Um, I've relied heavily on Instacart today for uh, my Christmas plans. And for those who think that's some bourgeois rich thing, it's like $3.99. I will find $4 to have somebody grab my groceries and deliver them for me while I can interact and do work stuff. So uh, I use the crap out of Instacart. Um, and I don't, it's, it's food. <laughs> so trying not to lose them. Um, Let's see if anybody's asking any questions here. Negative. So yeah, the uh, update. I'm trying to think if there is any. Um, oh, I guess you know Christmas plans. People have been kind of poking the bear asking that. Uh, Diana Hatfield, Jeff Lee Child could have known. Could have known when known you when you started writing the series, and you could have been on the book covers and someone would fuss. Don't listen, ones. <laughs> Diana, thank you. That's that's true. Uh, as a fan of movies, you'll you'll never please everyone, and I know that. Um, but I want to. So when I get this role, I probably will disappear from the internet a little bit because I will want to convert uh, haters and encourage uh, people that don't hate. And that can be uh, that could be a very slippery slope. Um, so far, it's gone pretty well. Like I know there's a couple people on the other pages. Like they they actually use the hashtag Bosley not for Reacher or something like that. And screw that guy, he's just being a punk. But um, after I've talked to people and interacted with people and uh, had some dialogue with them a lot, I've, a handful of people in the Bosley for Reacher Facebook group have actually been converts, if you will. Um, and that means a lot, not in, in an ego sense, but it means a lot because I mean. 
it's like somebody just coming to your business when you have other competition. Um, somebody coming to you because they believe in your business, that's a, that's a very big flattering compliment. And so when people do that, this is a superficial business and so it makes it a, it's, it's a weird struggle for me because the product is me. Um, and I think that's also the downfall of a lot of people in this business. Um, but I think the biggest part is, or that is, that's the thing I got to remember is, yeah, uh, I mean, like God Himself could come down and say, uh, Jeff Bosley will play Jack Reacher, and Jack Re- or Jeff Bosley is Jack Reacher, or whatever. Lee Lee literally could have met me, you know, however many years ago, and written the books based on me with images of me, and people would still complain. So, food's here. Um, so at the end of the day, I'm not too worried about them. Uh, because yeah, there's there's always gonna be haters. I mean, any of my movies, I'm a huge fan of, like Batman versus Superman or even the Justice League. Uh, I know those are very subjective, passionate arguments. So uh, I take it in stride, but it still competitively pisses me off. So I do my best to prove points. Um, <clears throat> and to continue, because um, some people have asked because I moved, and so life is a little bit more nice in my home outside. You know, being outside of LA has been nice, um, more affordable. Um, I am, I just cleaned my house and I uh, got some help with that because I don't own a lot of cleaning stuff. Um, and so um, somebody came over and helped me clean. Um, I got some more groceries just showing up. I've got, um, I don't have any pots and pans and stuff because I don't care. I don't use them. So don't anybody offer to send me any. I won't use them. Um, but, uh, so I got Christmas dinner delivered, um, for myself and, uh, you'll, you'll all hear or see, I call her my cake friend, uh, because, uh, when we went out, the, f- we went out just to have cake because we met for the first time and we went out and had cake at Cantor's, uh, in, in, uh, Hollywood. And so she's my cake friend. Um, and so I got dinner for the two of us from sent, I, I've tagged it on Instagram, but whatever, um. So yeah, it's it's I'm this is the first Christmas that if it hasn't if I've been alone, I've either been alone or with family. Um or since like the dawn of time, I this is my first actual Christmas uh with someone at my home. I think since my marriage like that's pushing 7 years ago, 6 years ago. So it's gonna be cool. It's really fun. So we got the house clean. Uh, I got you know some some wine and some food, and I did buy some plates and dishes so I could be somewhat um, like a grown ass man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, Izzy Izzy was guarding my uh, food delivery. Um, Merry Christmas, Francis. What's up, David? Uh, I'm kind of near the countryside. Yes, Sandy. I picked a place as close to LA as I could get, and then I also. Uh, because of the move was so quick and chaotic, I actually did it sight unseen. Um, I used their website and their 3D tour thing and Google Earth, and picked. Luckily, I picked a place that's nice, um, um, and it's butted up against the mountains. So to that direction, um, the girl that takes Izzy for walks on my longer days, uh, they're near horses, and you, I heard a rooster the other morning. Crow or um, co- what do roosters do? Crow? That's a crow. Rooster's crow. Yeah, well, whatever. I heard that the other morning. I'm really tired. Um, 
William asked, am I getting sleep, better sleep with the purple? Uh, well, I've been sleeping on uh, the floor or a futon for six years, so any bed I sleep on is better. Um, I'm quite pleased with the purple mattress, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm extreme. Uh, Paul Harvell asks, do I still work with Pauline? No, um, not at all. Um, we do not speak. We email if we accidentally get one another's mail and say, hey, I got your mail. But that's pretty much it. So we do not work together. So that's that. Um, yeah, we're pushing 45 minutes. So if you got it, hit me with it now. Um, I need to go take some medicine and die. I won't lie, I look like I have a lot of hair today. Bosley.com. <laughs> um, yeah, so anything else? What else can I what else can I say? Um, what do you all want to know? Um, trying to think. I've been so out of the loop, and I, I guess for that I should say I apologize. I know a lot of you guys have been giving me a lot of slack. Um, Brittany, can we see the painting behind you? I'm using a desktop right now, um, so I can't make the camera move closer. Um, here's what I'll do for you, though. I'll use a little bit of technology here. So for those of you watching, if you want to hear this, I'll upload it to my Land of Boz podcast so you can listen to it um, at your own time. Um, thing with one-dimensional photographs of paintings is extremely frustrating because um, I use a lot of additives to my paints and it gives it like layers and peaks and, and like a gravel to it and so you don't pick up a lot of that. Um, unfortunately, but there's the link, Brittany, to stuff I've done and catching up. Dying is not an option. That's very true. Thank you, Charlotte. And Merry Christmas, Mary Louise. It's, I've seen you and Nina kicking some butt in the Bosley for Reacher group. So thank you. Um, what is she doing? Where is she? Here, look at. She likes shadows. For those of you listening on the podcast, we're all watching Izzy. <laughs> ah, she's awesome. Hey, Mark August. That man, I'm not trying to kiss his butt because he's here. But for those of you who liked the Reacher footage, um, the little Reacher audition film that leaked, um, the underwater footage is solely the responsibility, I hope, I hope that's a good thing, uh, solely the responsibility of this man. He, he's the one that made that happen. Uh, he's an underwater cinematographer and he, out of the kindness of his heart, helped us with that. So Mark, if you're listening or you just accidentally joined in, which I do a lot of times too, uh, deepest thanks to you, man. Uh, Mark, we couldn't have done it without him. I mean, that scene in that in that uh, that book is highly necessary to have the fight happen in the pool 
and to translate the quick fight in a book to screen if it translated directly it would have been like a two minute fight so we had to elongate it and make it more cinematic and because of mark we got some amazing underwater footage so um yeah i i know that i'm supposed to be positive and optimistic and say when i get the jack reacher role um so i guess when i get the jack reacher role there i've actually have a no joke list on my note app of people i literally or metaphorically owe something to and will pay it back tenfold literally or metaphorically and mark is definitely one of those guys um guys or gals but guy in this case because uh, yeah that reacher audition film couldn't have happened and especially the cool shots um it shows i I wanted to show Lee, even though I'm not a filmmaker per se, you know, because I gave Lee the uh, footage, not saying, hey, look, I can make movies, but I showed it, I gave it to him showing that, hey, look, I really care, and I would put a lot of work into this, and this is what you'll get when you cast me, is somebody that will work his ass off, and um, so it was that, it was to show him an, uh, an embodiment of his character on screen. And um, so a lot of people, you know, some people have said there's lighting issues and whatnot. Again, I'm not a filmmaker. I'm not a lighter. I'm not an editor. I'm not a sound designer. I'm not a light designer. I just made a really a stero an audition tape on steroids. And however, with all that being said, that thing could not have happened without that scene underwater. Um, that that scene just kicked ass. <laughs> so uh, I mean, and again, the same with like the fight choreography or the makeup. I mean. I wish I, we got a lot of footage that not, nobody's even seen. A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that um, David, the guy who played um, uh, Kleiner, uh, the footage he got a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff with him and his girl. They helped us get behind-the-scenes stills and video. Someday I'll try to compile it all together. Y'all would not believe how much work went into that six-minute clip and how much money and how much volunteer time. The amount of money went in to stuff that people made me pay for uh, the amount of volunteer time if I translated that to money um, in Hollywood rates um, that six-minute thing would have cost a lot of lot of money and it's it's absurd and I'm extremely fortunate that the people like Mark and the people that essentially again I keep saying this literally or metaphorically worked for free if it weren't for them this it, it wouldn't have happened um, it's not like you can go shoot hoops in the, your driveway alone to practice basketball. If you want to make a movie, six minutes or otherwise, you need a team. And uh, I, I do not think one thing went wrong. I mean, everything like, everything went wrong, but I'm very the final product. I'm happy with. Um, I really wouldn't like. There's things I would tweak here and there, but you know what? For a, my first outing, using such high-end equipment and high-end resources. Um, I'm forgive me for saying it this way, but I am goddamn proud of that six-minute film. So if it weren't for Mark and others, I wouldn't have that. So uh, if when I get this, uh, this success goes to them as much as me. Joe Coyle asks, "Do they know if they're going to make any plans to make a Reacher film?" No. Uh, as far as I know, again, as much as you can trust Hollywood, um, he is explicitly not making another film. But nothing's in stone I could see them maybe doing a kind of like I, I, I would see this as a fan like uh, if you watched X-Files I loved how they made a couple of movies in lieu of the series that tied it in 
so I think that'd be kind of cool, but not. I don't think that's on their radar for a while. I think they're definitely committing to the Amazon scenario for a hot minute. Um, yeah, Brittany, yeah, thanks. I wish I could brainwash myself sometimes because there's a lot of stuff that goes into that stuff. Um, thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Nina. Um, but yeah, that's it. It's pushing near the one hour mark. So if you smoke them, if you got them, <laughs> metaphorically. Um, if you have anything else to say, hit me now. I'm going to check Instagram to make sure nobody chimed in. Um, and then I'm going to take some medicines. And uh, I'll upload this podcast, this audio on a podcast. Uh, so far, nada. So, anyway, um, everyone, thank you very much. Um, as my, because even just this is so lame, talking for an hour and I, my voice is almost gone. <laughs> Um, I would, the podcast is getting the inertia back and as you heard it, it was a fun one to get back to um, I love doing it so the podcast will be back I'll upload this audio so people can listen to it um, and I know this is a little huggy at the end here but sincerely if for those of you who are new with me or old with me or everything in between or haters even um, if it weren't for you this this is sounds so cheesy all of this is for you. You you all are the customer. Nobody goes into business to not sell a product or not create a service. Um, so I am intimately aware that all of this is for you. And having that feedback and that support um, when I'm kind of not giving you a product, so to speak, means a lot that you guys are purely supporting me on faith and, and blind support. Uh, without getting anything in return and that that means a lot to me so um, please 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 know how much that means to me and it does not go unnoticed um, if I someday I, I look at just like it's not why I'm doing it but you know what I look at people like who was it 50 cent just rented out I think a toy store or a Toys R Us and said his kid could, and his kid could have anything in the store if for some weird reason I get to that level of financial success, I want everyone I've seen on these lists to come to a premiere. I mean, I just, the debt of gratitude I, I, I have for you all is is immeasurable. And so I just, uh, please know I know that. And I'm, I see it and it means a lot to me. Um, yeah, I, I really think I'm Reacher and hopefully... Uh, Someday we all, I, I can reference all of y'all on some talk show and you know I'm talking about you on, you know, the late show or whatever it is. And you know I'm talking specifically about you all. So thank you everyone. Thank you so much. I'm going to go take some Theraflu and uh, die. Take care.